I'm back. This is episode number, I don't know, 500,000. I'm going to talk about bravery and mystery and the pursuit of the unknown live on television. I want to share the first and last time I watched a person brave enough to believe in the unknown so strongly that they pumped the shit out of it and made a live television show where, well, hold on, let me, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let them say it in their own words. Hold on, let me say, yes, here we go. I'm Geraldo Rivera, and you're about to witness a live television event. A massive concrete vault has been discovered. Some think it belonged to none other than the notorious Al Capone. Well, tonight, for the first time, that vault is going to be open live. Oh, yes. I was 11, and, uh, Geraldo. Head alive from the Windy City, Chicago, Illinois, is a worldwide television event. Tribune Entertainment and the Westgate with, Group are proud to present uh, the mystery of the Al mystery vaults. of Al Capone's vaults. So here we go. A someone found a vault, and some people say that that vault may have belonged to notorious gangster Al Capone. For those of you who don't know, we uh, uh, Americans added a, a constitutional amendment to the Constitution, which is where you would put one of those, um, the Volstead Act, making it illegal uh, to buy, have, drink alcohol. Uh, that lasted for how long? How long do you think? How long do you think it was illegal? Guess. Guess you got, uh, you got three seconds till I tell you. And I'm just doing this from memory. So I think, what did you say? Ten years. That's right. I think I'm pretty sure it was ten years. So alcohol was legal for ten years, which meant anyone who had the balls to uh, kill people and uh, make a huge crime empire uh, could make a lot of money. And Al Capone was one of those chaps. He used power and intimidation to basically take over the alcohol racket in Chicago, uh, uh, which is a good good thing for him until he uh, was arrested for not paying his taxes and ultimately died of syphilis in Alcatraz. So, but before all of that, he he did a, he did a good job making money, and someone found a vault, and that vault may have belonged to him. So, in the long tradition of having the balls enough to go for it, uh, journalist, I almost said that with a straight face, let me try again, um, brave television personality, uh, Geraldo Rivera saw, uh, opportunity in opening that vault live on television. It was promoted, uh, extensively. I was 10 or 11. I don't know what part of the year 1986 this happened, but I would have been 10 or 11, depending on what part of the year this was. I was excited. 
I knew enough about Al Capone to know that whatever he had in his vault was going to be the shit. And so they had a two and a half hour long planned episode, as you heard uh, just now in the beginning of the broadcast. Luckily, someone recorded it and put it on YouTube. There'll be a link in the description if you want to relive it uh, in near real time. Uh, looks like commercials have been removed, uh, which may be part of the reason why it's only an hour and 33 minutes instead of two hours and 30 minutes. The other reason why it's shorter, I'm going to guess, is because they had probably allotted at least an hour of the show to looking at all of the cool things that were found inside of the vault. What... What many, many treasures did uh, Alphonse leave? What did he dream about at night while he was dying of syphilis in Alcatraz? What did he dream about that was stored away in his hidden vault? Going, well, at least, at least I know my, my good shit's out there, unmolested by the cops. What, 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 what kind of classic shit was going to be in this vault? Well... Uh, do you guys know, do you guys know what happened? Has this, has this permeated enough of, uh, common culture today so that people who were born after the year 2000 know what the fuck I'm talking about? Here, let me say there's a, there's a clip, there's a retrospective. I'll, 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 I'll spoiler this. There's a, uh, a clip Geraldo did. 20 years later as he looks back and a little said well here, here we go idea was to open the vault on live international television i'm geraldo rivera and you're about to witness a live television event a massive concrete vault has been discovered some think it belonged to none other than the notorious al capone well tonight for the first time that vault is going to be open live well what happened that night 20 years ago made pop cultural history and made me the punchline of a million jokes, some of which are still being told. Today, for the first time since it aired in April 1986, here's a portion of the secrets of Al Capone's vaults. Now what, if anything, that vault contains, we don't know. This is an adventure you and I are going to be taking together. Oh yeah, I was. Oh, this was an adventure. When all was said and done, all I'd found was an old stop sign and a couple of empty gin bottles. It seems... At least up to now that we've struck out with the vault, I'm disappointed about that, as I'm sure you are. Then I swallowed my pride and kept my word. I promised all the critics that if we didn't find anything, I'd sing a song. So, uh, uh, Chicago, Chicago, that's Hovland Town. All right, I'm going. I'll see you. I was humiliated and deeply embarrassed. Then the next morning, the ratings started coming oh, in. Oh, yeah, he was. And the telephone in my hotel room where I was hiding out would not stop ringing. The mystery of Al Capone's vaults was, and still is, the highest rated syndicated special in the history of television. So that's the end of that yeah, clip. And clearly, Geraldo was playing with fire. Uh, he had the balls to talk up the possibility of what could be in that vault so fucking much. Uh, I, 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 me at 10 or 11, I, I knew I wanted to watch that show and I watched all two or whatever, however many hours it was, I watched it all. And, uh, yeah, he was playing with fire and he got like what they said, the number one syndicated show 
uh, based on the promises and the the risk of doing it live. And oh boy, um, yeah, it's it was great. I'm not gonna play the uh, the whole hour and a half clip. There was some some highlights I saw. What I did want to do, in the spirit of Geraldo's brave pioneering. Uh, uh, schlock, uh, whatever you want to call the thing he did. I'm, I'm going to read through the comments of the one hour, 33 minute, 21 second video of the event, uh, because I have a feeling there's going to be more treasure here in these comments than there was in the vault. And we'll see what we find as we go. Uh, this is my, this is my tribute to bravery. I will read every comment or I will sing a song. If, if there's no treasure in here, I will sing a song and walk away in shame. So here we go. Comment number one. Maybe the real treasure was the friends we made along the way. Yeah, yeah see, that was, that, that was better than the, than the thing, than, the, than that, that stop sign. Yeah, and then responses to that, people people saying, yes, that was a good comment. All right, well, I'm not going to read stupid shit. I vividly remember watching this as a kid, afraid to turn away from the TV in case I missed something. I'm forever grateful to Geraldo for preparing me for the disappointments in life. He had the balls to do it live. And that cannot, that cannot be overstated. That... He, to, to go this big, to talk such a big game, um, and I'm not going into it, like, they, they inter, interleaved stories of, of Capone uh, before he was dying of syphilis in Alcatraz, that, you know, his rise to power. Uh, I haven't actually seen the whole thing since that night in 86, so there's a lot of memories I have, but I know I know I saw it because I'm remembering things from it. Uh, we are actually going to jump to the part of the video when they crack open the vault and walk in, because that's going to be gold. But I do remember, you know, they they the first half was like a, a documentary. They'd show people in the basement dynamiting concrete, trying to get at this vault, and then uh, a clip. Uh, an interview, a reenactment, uh, whatever they were doing, you know, like the Godfather part two, there was two threads going on. One thread of the, uh, the building of an empire and another thread of, uh, digging into the remnants, finding what's in this time capsule, all, all live and oh fuck. It's a human drama played out and <laughs> to, to do that and not know what the ending was going to be. It's fucking gold. Next comment. Go to 1 hour 28 minutes and 13 seconds to see what was found. All right. So that tells me because the, the video ends at 133, uh, that it was pretty quick from when they opened the door and went in there to when they turned off the cameras. I'm, I'm assuming they thought they were going to find... Well, I know they thought they were going to find more that was in there, but uh, should we do that? Let's, let's jump to 128. The 
mystery of Al Capone's vaults will continue after these messages. Oh, fuck yeah. And then we skip the messages. Good. And now we're back. Let me, let me paint the picture for you. We've got at least a half dozen assholes in construction, blue matching construction outfits with yellow hard hats standing around doing shit while someone drives a, a bobcat tractor and Geraldo stands there with an air horn and no protective gear on at all. Here we go. Oh, 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 wait, is this after? Oh, I'm going to hit pause. This may have been after. I wonder if they're digging into different parts of the vaults because he's already talking about how they haven't found anything. So I remember in my head wanting to see more of the nothing they were looking at. Uh, let, let's see. This, th I think this is just them gathering together and going, all right, this is bullshit. We've got, we've caught ourselves a turd. Resolved. I don't know if we've gone far enough. I mean, we found the other wall over there. There may be more to be discovered. Maybe, maybe not. We found the secret tunnel. We found the hidden stairways. We found the other private spaces. We talked to a lot of people, you know, older people whose memories I think would have otherwise been uh, forever lost if it wasn't for this program. It we seems, did talk to older people. Up to now that we've struck out with the vault, I'm disappointed about that, as I'm sure you oh. are. This is one time in my life that a uh, pot of gold would have been a lot more fun than... Uh, I just His jumped back. His body is buried here at the Mount Carmel Cemetery just outside Chicago, where it rejoins what's left of Dion O'Banion, Jaime Weiss, Diamond Joe Esposito, and many, many others Scarface Al sent here before him. Unlike the other gang leaders, Capone was buried without fanfare. Oh, boy. His wife, May, and a few friends were the only how, mourners. How dramatic. He had no official pallbearers. His casket was carried to the gravesite by the same men who dug his grave. Wow. Well, this might be worth listening to. All right. We got assholes digging dirt out of the vault. That's right. The vault was filled with dirt. I wonder if I can get a deposit on a 60-year-old bottle. All right. We'll be right back after these commercial messages. Oh, no. Oh, let, me, let me jump back earlier and see. Oh, what do we got? The Al Capone's vaults will continue after. Yeah, because it's just... Yeah, that's right, because... They dynamite the door out, or the concrete in front of the, the vault door. They open the vault door, and it was just a bunch of dirt, and then they're digging through the dirt, and like, all right, here's a here's a bottle in the dirt. But keep digging, and you know, just imagine a room full of dirt, like a swimming pool full of dirt that they're coming in from the side, just a massive amount of dirt, and they're just shoveling with the dirt until they got tired of that, and then they brought in a tractor, and then... The, uh, well, shit, sorry. Uh, we did luckily put together a bunch of clips of uh, Capone's life, so hopefully this wasn't a complete waste of time for you. But yeah, this is some bullshit, and we're done. And he sang his song, and he left. So back, back to the comments. I remember watching this as a young kid. I was thinking, why would Capone make it so hard to get in and out of a vault? So I was already thinking that it couldn't be a real vault. The program itself was fairly interesting. Every time I cut back to the live broadcast, I was impressed with how much work he put into it and how much he risked by doing this live. It's not bad television for the time it aired. Had I seen it live, I would have been entertained at least. 
And that's true. I was entertained. It wasn't an hour and a half of uh, watching people dig. Think of it, yeah. Think of it as a half half documentary, half uh, like cooking show, the modern cooking show, where people are just ye yelling at each other to do stuff, and it's high stress, and uh, especially at the end when it became apparent that uh, it was all just a shit show. Uh, but the documentary part was good, if I remember correctly. Uh, how many years has it been? It's been uh, 35 years. Yeah. So if my memory serves, 35 years ago, I was entertained. I was in college at the time. It was a big deal. They were watching, there were watching parties for this. And Geraldo became a laughing stock because of it. That is also true. I, I lived two miles down a dirt road when this happened. Uh, I did not attend a party. Uh, but I did watch it on TV. And it was, it was a party of one. My parents must have been there, so it must have been at least a party of three. And Geraldo did become a laughingstock. They should make a series on Al Capone on Netflix, like how they did El Chapo. There was nothing in Al Capone's vault, but it wasn't Geraldo's fault. Homer Simpson. I, I, obviously a song reference. Let me see if there's a link to that, because I gotta, I gotta hear that. Uh... Let's let's YouTube that. YouTube uh, Homer Simpson Al Capone. Let's see if we got anything. Al Capone. Nope. 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 Maybe Vault. This is good podcasting right now. There was nothing in Al Capone's vault, but it wasn't Geraldo's fault. Oh! oh okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you know you've made it if you made it to the Simpsons. It's amazing how clean the diggers' outfits are after doing all that digging. Yes, that's what I, that's what I was talking about. Well, there were look what what I would consider to be a uh, a standard um, Chicago uh, job uh, thing where there's one guy driving a tractor and five guys standing around uh, supervising. Uh, I don't know how many people actually were involved in shoveling or labor. Uh, certainly a lot of people standing around making sure things went well, which is what I would expect any, any work, uh, in Chicago to have. Geraldo gained his initial reputation as a pretty brave reporter with ABC's 2020, doing reports from dangerous countries and putting himself in situations that looked quite risky. That was probably in the late 1970s. I lost track of his reporting career until this came up. After that, I don't recall him doing anything other than one of those Jerry Springer-styled afternoon chat shows. It was, to me, quite a downfall. But I get the impression that his ego got in the way of his judgment, and he kind of torpedoed his own career. So, 
I definitely don't know what he was doing, uh, setting his reputation in the 70s. Uh, one, one thought is that he torpedoed his career. Another thought is that there are uh, hundreds and thousands of reporters who were working in 1986 and did not open Al Capone's vault live on television. And I don't know any of their names. So there's a choice to be made. That's the, maybe that's the takeaway for this podcast. Uh, well, part of it, part of that, I, I want to be dangerous because I don't want to like talk about lying because such a, a huge part of, of the news today is saying the way, see, seeing the world the way you want to see it and then telling people the world is how you want it to be. And I'm not advocating that at all. That's that's some bullshit. But um, going out on a limb and saying, you know, this is the way I want the world to be, uh, but nobody knows and let's find out together and then let the truth come out uh dangerous so yeah don't it's the the saying don't don't let the lie come into the world from your mouth like there's there's a celebration of i don't know let's find out together it doesn't have to be perfect this is what i hope it is um that's fun you, you can't call it the news obviously that's not a news but this was entertaining for what it was uh, it shouldn't have destroyed his career. Uh, it's hard to be, I guess, considered a journalist after something like this because it's clearly not journalism. The the idea that let's go find the news together. Uh, well, even then, let, let's let's visit that idea. The idea that you're investigating something. It's clearly not fresh newsworthy. It was clearly sensationalized and added the documentary part to it to intermingle the discovery with the foundational story. Uh, is this any better or worse journalism than what we may see, you know, on the news where the news reporter is not learning anything new? Like, no one, no one does that. No one starts to report the news to be caught off guard at the end of the report because they're actually discovering the news. So none of us wants to take in the news that way anyway. We want a good summary. We want to be told what happened. We don't want to sit there for two hours and find out what the news is together. So I'm not advocating this kind of news, but it is interesting to, to compare what I hate about the news today versus what happened here. And this is so, I almost want to say pure and uh, innocent, naive. This is just like excited naivety with a huge dose of overselling. Um, and he ate shit for the overselling part, but really, when it comes down to this, this wasn't that bad. This was, uh, this was this is compelling TV, and I, if there were more TV like this, I would probably start watching TV again. So maybe maybe I'll skip the other 300 quotes and just leave it on that note.
Um, that this, I wish there was more of this in the world. I, I love that it, it was what it was. He couldn't spin it. He didn't have a trunk load of treasure off on the side. That's what I feel like. If this had been done today, they either would have made sure they knew what was in there and not aired the show if it wasn't going to end good, or they'd have had uh, a, a vault, uh, you know, dusty treasure off the side on the camera, and then during a commercial break would have uh, pulled that all out and said, Look what we just found! Yeah, this is the best show ever! We're heroes! So, um... Yeah, that's respect to Geraldo for being a visionary, uh, naive, uh, overselling. He learned a lot that day. I learned a lot that day. America learned a lot that day. And the world, the universe, learned a lot that day. And that's all I've got to say for that. Remember, when you've got a chance to go out there and be safe or be bold, uh, why don't you put your neck on the line and go out there and be crazy and see if people are making podcasts about you in 35 years, about the most embarrassing moment of your life and how it wasn't as bad as we all thought it was, if you're that lucky. <laughs>